Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's episode 11, season 8 of the Fighting Call Podcast. Today I'm joined by Felonius Filth. Hello. And we've got James. Hello. <laughs> Who are you, James? What are you doing here? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm over from Barcelona. I, I run the Barcelona Spurs account. I've been living out there for five years. Before we start on that, are we going to smash Barcelona up at the new camp? Of course we are. On and off the pitch? Yeah. Our, they're, our, shit. Our, the, they're shit. They are shit. <laughs> and uh, and their fans are shit. You said, beforehand, you said that the, the, the Camp Nou atmosphere is terrible. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Is it as bad as Wembley? Well, it's probably got just as many tourists if Saturday's anything to go by. Mm. But the only time I've ever seen atmosphere in the Camp Nou is when there's some kind of like referee decision goes against them and they'll get the white hankies out. And that's yeah. the only time they make any noise. There is one section actually behind the goal at one of the ends. They have a sort of ultra section. Yeah. And they make a lot of noise, but it's a huge ground that we were talking about before. There's no roof, so it doesn't keep the noise in. Uh, Spurs, when they when they play over there, they're going to be up in the gods, aren't they? The away section is very much at the top of the... Te- I remember watching... I think it was when Atletico Madrid were going for the league, and it seemed like they had about 400 fans. Yeah, it might have been more yeah. than that, but... Do, in, in Spain, teams don't travel as well as they do. Yeah, do there's not much in the away culture. I've actually got a mate who's an Oviedo fan, and he goes away, and it looks brilliant. He's, he's promised he's going to take me on, on an away trip this season, the second division, but... 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a bigger country in England. Um, I guess people may be slightly less affluent. It's less well-connected. Mm. Um, so it's yeah, harder to get around. Yeah, there's not much of an, an away fan culture. And, and for Spurs fans who are going to Barcelona, what, what can they expect from that city? Is it worth going if, you know, if not just for the football? Is there other stuff to get involved in? Well, I'm biased, but I, I love it. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's my home now and it's an amazing city. Um, so yeah, even if you haven't got a ticket, there's some, some great places to watch the game. Is it true, and you don't have to comment, is it true that they have weed cafes or weed restaurants where you just go and smoke a fat bong <laughs> and eat good um, food? Well, they're not cafes. They are, they're basically, so weed Clubs. is, weed like, is like semi-legalised. Right. So you're, I think you're allowed to grow like two plants in your own home for your own use. Really? And they have these clubs where you can, like they grow it for you. I've actually never touched drugs in my life, and I'm not just Good. saying that because this is a podcast. Good. So I wouldn't know. But um, a bloke who was renting a room off me recently actually <laughs> works in one of them, so he gave me the skinny. <laughs> amazing, <laughs> amazing scene. Um, so if you're um, if you're if you're in Barcelona, not not just for the game, but obviously if you're going to watch Spurs, you happen to be in the city and you want to watch Spurs. Yeah, Barcelona Spurs. Yeah, at Barcelona Spurs on Twitter. Yeah, uh, we watch it in the Black Horse Pub in in the Old Town. Really, really nice. And uh, yeah, shout out to the guys actually because I know they'd be expecting that. Yeah, but yeah, look us up. We'll be happy to have you and have a drink and yeah, come visit us. So if you're in Barcelona and you want to watch Spurs and you happen to be there and it isn't the game that we're talking about, then uh, go down to the Black Horse Pub. Yeah, what is it like an Irish bar or something? It's not Irish. It's just British, like an old little. British. It's little pub, like yeah. yeah. Do a pub quiz after games on a Sunday. It's ah, quite fun. All right. Yeah. <laughs> T, how you been, mate? Um, not bad. Um, I think I drank to excess over the weekend. Yeah, I, I um, saw on the WhatsApp you was very angry over the whole entire weekend. I don't remember. You don't <laughs> if I upset any of you, I'm really sorry. No, I didn't was, upset. Uh, I just noticed he was quite abrasive. Yeah, I, I was a bit. Um, what, 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 what happened? What, what did you do? Well, Thursday was the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, when, I, when I described that that um, beer like being punched in the face, yeah. So that was night one. <laughs> Next day, I had a couple of pints at lunch, yeah, because my boss likes doing that sometimes. And then the following day was Liverpool, um, where I was, had a few cans early, and then carried on after the game into the night. And um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hurting at the moment. All right, fair. That's why you're on the water. Yeah, you your own camelback. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, we, we, at the end of last week's podcast, uh, we said that uh, basically I offered up my anal virginity for two hundred thousand pounds. You did, yeah. And I didn't receive a single D- DM. Oh so man, it's obviously not that valuable. But hurt, hurt my. I'm, I'm a little bit hurt by that. But I did get one DM from a guy. We asked if anyone's had not one out or had sex while listening to the Fighting Cop podcast, and one guy said that he once went down on his uh, on a girl. While uh, listening to the Fighting Call podcast on earphones, <laughs> and, earphones, yeah, yeah, and she, uh, she didn't, she didn't have any earphones on, so that's that's a win, I think. I got one DM was about um, knowing you, about knowing a porn star, but I can't really expose too much. So why did you say it? I don't know. You're I want to get involved. I want to get involved. <laughs> I want to get involved. Um, what is this about? Uh, a certain podcast, a certain porn star that Bardi mentioned. No, 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 no. Actually, what? So it's a funny story. Why can't you read it out? Just, just for the record, why can't you read it out? Hang on, <laughs> I read it first. But why can't you read it out? Because there might be. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to be exposed. Why did he send it to you then? Because you know DMs. Because look, if you're but listening you... to this, don't fucking waste our time with fucking DMs but unless did, we can read them out. Did Bardi mention the Delta White? Yeah, he got in a cab. Was it him or someone knows he got in a cab with her? From... Yeah, so apparently it's like local to him, like um, North London. Yeah. It's just mad, small world. Yeah, I did Google her afterwards and I thought, oh shit, yeah, I do recognise her. Um, <laughs> let's, I mean, let's talk about, actually before that, Fighting Cock is sponsored by Fansbet uh, <laughs> on the back of that beautiful conversation. Uh, Fansbet is a betting company that half of the profits go back to good causes. And obviously, as I said many times, we're looking for good causes, good Spurs fans who... Um, Need a leg up in some fashion, and so I'll reward them in some way by um, doing something good around Tottenham. Um, as the season progresses on, we're going to find these people and make it a bit of a thing on the fine cock. So, if you want to help this out, then and you like a flutter at football, go on the fansbet.com, uh, sign up for an account, and make sure you select the drop down in uh, that says the fighting cock so they can track any kind of sign up to our account. Uh, come on, then, Liverpool, Oof. yeah. Um, the season was looking so great, wasn't it? Just two games ago. Yeah, exactly. The, the loss against Watford was easier to take in some fashion than, than the Liverpool one. 
because you, you, you expect sorry the other way around you expect to kind of get a result at, at Watford and, and Liverpool turned up and for, for the first half I thought we did alright James how do you, how do you feel? Do you know what, so I got to go to the game and it's the first home game I've seen this since Chelsea last year we also lost yeah it was like a, an apologetic wet fart of a football match in my view the crowd the atmosphere was terrible neither team I thought performed particularly well to be honest with you Liverpool should have scored a lot more yep. uh, and, and really did take their chances and, and yeah it was apart from a few little spells I think it was a spell in the first half for about 5-10 minutes and then in the second half just before they scored the second it looked alright yeah. and then just fell apart and we just I don't think it just didn't seem to be any belief the fans the team there was no belief in that whole performance what do you think T? Um, yeah, I mean, these are things you say about a Pochettino team. You know, we're you know we're never beaten. We're you know determined. We always play hard, but it almost felt like we were beaten before we got on the pitch. But you can do all the tactics and formations you want, but you can't legislate for half a dozen people having a bad game. Yeah, which is essentially what happened on Saturday. But did they have a bad game because of what has been asked of them? Which is a bigger question. I well, guess. yeah, I mean, that kind of brings me earlier than I wanted to, to yeah. Windy did an article which is a bit about a tactical analysis and he brought and you know, he played a diamond in midfield and you had um, Billy at the base and um Eric Dyer on the right. Mm. And Dyer didn't look comfortable there. No. Then Belly in that position kind of made put more pressure on our centre backs. So yeah, and I Do think you, Poch has done a lot of tinkering as well. Yeah. Time. Do you think that they've, for me, it feels like they've come up with this new idea, a new way to approach the system to kind of the season to, to perhaps surprise some people, um, you know, being fluid and being proactive and, and never settling for what works, but actually looking to go beyond. I feel that he has this tactic in mind and he knows that it could potentially work, and it takes time and patience in order to pull that off. It's the easiest thing in the world to look at all the things that are going wrong rather than have a look at Pochettino and see what he's trying to pull off. And it may fail, but inevitably, in the end, if you don't change your system, if you don't adapt, if you don't try and create something new and surprise your opposition, then you're, you're not going to pro- progress. And we haven't signed players, so we need to, we need to find new ways to surpri- surprise our opposition. I think they're... I 100% concede that it hasn't worked and this season hasn't been the greatest. But I also think that it's not a bad thing for our manager to be looking at new ways to play football at Tottenham. I don't think anyone's been outstanding this season. Um, OK, Liverpool have won five out of five, but aside from the West Ham game, they've not Chelsea been... Chelsea been pretty good. They've been all right. They haven't really been tested, really, though, have they? Yeah, I mean, they, they, play, they, they, they play each other at the end of the season. The end of the month, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see then. But I don't think there's been any team that makes me think, wow, you know, they're looking amazing so far. So, so who knows? It's a long way to go. It's still September. I don't think you can draw any permanent conclusions from the last two defeats. Um, people can be frustrated, but we talked about loyalty the other way, and it goes both ways. Someone like Da has not played well for a while. I've been caning him myself, I'm going to admit to that, but yeah, yeah, he has shown that he, he's a good footballer and I think he can turn it around. I mean, footballers go through peaks and troughs and this is the first real massive dip in form he's had and hopefully he can see his way out of it. Jim, what do you think? What do you think is Pochettino's tactics? Are you, yeah, you rather I, I, I was, it was really hard to work out what exactly his plan was and I, and my seat was sort of behind the goal and further up, so you got like a good tactical unit. I think actually defensively, we looked all right. When they were coming at us, we looked quite comfortable. The, the goals came from individual errors and, and stupid mistakes. But when we had the ball, Liverpool, to be fair to Klopp, I think he got it spot on. Because, you know, their team, you expect them to press you from the front, like this Gegen pressing. Yeah. But really, all they were doing was they were spreading out really wide across the pitch very evenly. And when we got the ball in certain areas, that's when they come get us. And yeah. we just... We looked clueless. Ericsson looked like he wasn't quite at it. Dyer, like you said, looked uncomfortable. Yeah. And I still don't think Kane and Lucas have quite worked each other out yet. Yeah. And it was the, it was the going forward bit, I think, which which did us because we just offered very little threat to them, which obviously gives them confidence. And they were just they were really kind of hitting us on the counter really a lot of the times. I thought. I think they were able to do that given the scoreline. They didn't really have to press the game in the way that we did. And in the second half, where they kept breaking, uh, there was like four occasions where they had three or two, I think. And we dealt with that defensively. We dealt with those those instances very well. But you shouldn't be in that position in the first place. So, uh, you know, and look, if you look at it on the, the grand scheme of things, they more than deserve that win. But we had opportunities. Lamella, before scoring his goal, 
had a great opportunity to finish. Uh, Lucas Mora hit the post. Um, you know, there were other instances where we 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 looked dangerous. Uh, I think you know, you look at the penalty incident, which we're going to come on to, but we could have snatched a draw, the most undeserving draw in the history of the Premier League. We could have snatched something from it. Um, as it turns out, we didn't. Wink started. Was you yeah, happy to um, see that? It doesn't it didn't look 100% on his game, but why would he after? No, but he looked confident on the ball. He always wanted the ball. And I think in a situation where the game isn't going your way for the most part, you see him always wanting the ball, always moving forward. And I've got to give him credit for that. I mean, I guess the parallel you have with Winks is um, Tom Carroll. Yeah. And Tom Carroll is someone who played it safe a lot of the time. Well, Winks is always looking to move forward, always trying to drive the team forward. Um it was a bit of a baptism of fire, given, you know, as James has said, Liverpool's pressing game. I don't know if that was a great game for, for Winks to start. But, you know, if he's fit and they think he's fit, he's, he's got to be starting. He? Well, well, yeah, I mean, we'll never, I'll never know how fit he actually was, but Did he remind you of Scott him. Parker all? Just the way he runs with the ball and carries it, a little bit? Yes, yeah, he does. He, he does a bit, but that's not necessarily an insult. I mean, people often, when I'm talking about Scott Parker, they remember the end. Yeah, where he was, you know, somebody just ran around in a circle. But he was player of the season in his first season of us. So I think for different reasons, though, wasn't it? It was his kind of breakout play that he was so good at. Yeah, well, Scott, we hadn't had a player like that for years, and he was someone that you were just like, where? How has he got there? Where's he? Yeah. How has he tackled that bloke? He's come yeah. from nowhere, and he was just over everyone. And I think like we at that time, Spurs fans were like, we were so lily livered to have someone in there who was just like hard as nails and yeah. getting stuck in was that, brilliant that was a problem position as well we had um, Palacios and Zocoro who were hoping to be yeah. that guy in the middle and Parker was the well, first he came delivered, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Harry Winks needs to untuck his shirt no never yeah 100% never got to be old school no no he's not like the rest you're gonna lose, you're, he's going to lose 10% of his game by tucking his shirt in <laughs> because 10% of the game is how people perceive you yeah, and but that's, he, that's, he, that's, that's their issue. That's he, not his issue. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's he's playing within himself. Untuck <laughs> his shirt. Be a bit. Roll his socks down. Different player. Maybe he doesn't like that shit blue fade thing. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, so I bet Nike are looking at him and going, "What the fuck are you doing, mate? This ain't work." If you you're disrespecting you. the fade. Respect yeah. the fade. <laughs> Where are you at, James? With a kit? Are you happy with it? I'm not. I'm not it's just a kit, but mm. I'm not. I don't really buy them anyway. But no. I'm doubly not buying this one. None of them. Last, I quite like last season. Doubly not pine. <laughs> I quite like last season. But the home one. And I like the training kit this year. The training gear this year was amazing. The the the, the, the blue. It looks a bit like it could be the poster for the Jaws movie if you just drew a little yeah. shark. Yeah, on it. That's, what yeah. It That's exactly what it looks like. And I love Jaws, so perfect. <laughs> uh, Gareth Brayson on Facebook. He says, "Crap performances aside, we have nine points in fifteen and haven't played well in any really. Are we overreacting about fatigue and players being supposedly exempt from criticism?" Well, Two defeats in a row, uh, yeah. I mean, the issue I have is that someone won't be playing, um, Lamella, um, Llorente, uh, Winks, and they say, <coughs> well, why are these guys getting a game? And it's like, well, players don't get better by not playing. I mean, I think he, I think someone even criticised us for not playing Dyer against Watford, and then last Saturday happens, you know. I mean, everyone's going to pontificate, everyone's going to have their opinions, but... Ultimately, I think we, we are going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think so too. I just, uh, despite all the shit I said about the formation and Poch having a plan, I do just want him to go back to a 4-2-3-1. That would be lovely to see that. I, I think, think that suits the squad. It does. And you think like any of that free, any of that free, uh, you know, you could have Son, Ericsson, Deli Ali, Lucas, Lamella. If any of those started in that free, you wouldn't have an issue. I mean, you'd want Delhi to be there and I think we missed him. So he's movement off the ball against Liverpool, um, but just having that fr- those three players, any of those, that, that's a deep squad going forward, and I think Kane would be a lot happier if he was up front on his own. Yeah, I, I agree with you there completely. But I think going back to the fatigue thing, I mean, clearly there's an issue. I don't know if you saw, but he's he's Alderweireld and uh, Trippier haven't travelled to Milan yep. for inverted commas technical reasons, which I can only assume is they need a rest. But right. He doesn't want to say it. He's, you know, so on the one hand, he's saying, look, fatigue's not a problem, but they've not travelled. They didn't look like they got injured. They aren't injured. So he's having to be quite clever about where he's using players. And I think those two, you know, particularly Trippier, Trippier, I've, I've really grown to like Trippier a lot, but he was really off it on the weekend, I saw. T hates him. I do. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll say why. But, but, what, not him. now? Uh, well, Just why? do it now. This, this is what happened. Pochettino said, um, 
Technical reasons could either mean on the pitch or off the pitch. I don't know if there's an argument after the game or whatever. But um, Trippier struggled with pace and him against Mane was awful. Like a pit bull versus a chihuahua. It was brutal. But is that, and, it, it's um, not his fault though, Trippier, is it? If he can't run as fast as another person. It's his no, physical limitation. No, but then if you haven't got the pace, I mean, Troluca didn't get done for pace. Like, and he was slow as fuck. I see. Because you can position yourself in a way where you're not having to be one-on-one and isolated. And he often left his centre-backs um, exposed. But the point I'm making about Trippier is that maybe it is a tactical thing because Inter have got that Croatian left-back, Salko. I always get his name wrong. Oh, and he gave Trippier a torrid time in the semi. Isn't so, he injured though? Well, the guy I can't he might, might he be pronounced it. I can't. He, it begins with a V. Oh yeah, Salco. Yeah, he, he may well be injured, but maybe he sees Inter have got a bit of pace in their team, and maybe he feels, oh yeah, for all this craziness, might be a bit more of a. I but he at least travelled though, wouldn't I've, he? Yeah, I suppose. I find it perplexing. I think he's. I think he's, there is a fatigue issue. Uh, Maybe with Alvarez as well. His his distribution against Liverpool wasn't what we expected. One, you know, glaring example is when he hit the ball across. That diagonal was his kind of forte, and he just played it. And it was under under hit it. It went very low, and I think Salah picked it up in on, on the halfway line. Did that lead to the goal? It didn't lead to the goal. No, the goal led from was from a mistake, wasn't it? And that, By Toby and <laughs> Toby and Ericsson, Yeah. So look, there was there was. Uh, and Vaughan as well like massive mistakes I've not seen the goals again apart from when I was at the game on so Saturday Vorm, for the first goal Vaughan fumbled, fumbled, fumbled the cross yeah. like punch it just put your fucking fist through it so, but he fumbled it and it went back to Wijnaldum if I remember rightly yeah, and he, he made over. a great attempt to save it but it was well over the line but the, the issue I'm sorry to cut you but the, sorry, the issue I have with Vorm is that on corners he scares me he's, ba- he's barely six foot and he doesn't try to command his area at all mm. I mean as you said just punch it or just make a shout and claim it but he just looks <coughs> he just looks a bit overwhelmed at times and there's just bodies around him yeah yeah it's a shame it's kind of one on one we need to put to bed and sort of crack on now I mean if we get a result at, in, in Milan not that I expect much if we get a result in Milan then beat Brighton the season looks very rosy once again yeah. but I can't see it with that narrow formation maybe <laughs> What uh what what are your feelings going into the Milan game because it is tomorrow very quick turnaround yeah it's a good good game to have or I think so. I mean it's a bit of a change of competition a change of atmosphere and obviously we had last year's Champions League you know which was brilliant until a bit of a sad end against Juve I think the players will be up for it I know very little about Serie A or Inter although I had a quick look today and I think they're sort of round sort of. 16th in the league they've only won one game they lost at the weekend how many games did they play four, four I think four um, they've got a few they've got a few injuries and, and you know we've we've not got a great record against them over there but I think it was that game that we were 3-0 up in the first half in the in the first leg and we went there and somehow lost like 4-1 oh that yeah. was yeah added by your got a late card that yeah, game yeah. was one of the the most stressful games I've ever witnessed ever yeah, we, we were 3-0 up and uh, I think was it Scott Parker played in that game if I remember he right he did and he got a lot of grief yeah and um, but in the second yeah they scored for Cassano they had Cassano that old kind of yeah. he's like a shagger isn't he yeah, he was yes. like the he was like a proper playboy and he he run us ragged. He was like the perfect game. He was falling in love and I was like, oh, God. and then uh, Adi Boyle saved us. Yeah, he did. No one talks about that, do they? No, no one talks about the time Adi Boyle saved us. No, because um, I believe the next round was um, Basel. Um, what, we, don't, what we, we don't talk about Basel. Was that when we lost on penalties? Right, and he, and he did the run up. Oh God! Yeah, and he oh. smiled. Was, I geez. could be wrong, but it was definitely. I'm fairly certain it was the same year. It's, it's weird because every time I think about you talking about an away game, I just think, "Oh, is that when the one you when you got fingered?" Like whenever you I talk didn't about, get we, don't, fingered. we don't talk about Basel. No, you did. I didn't get fingered. You did I, was get, with, I was with people who did, you, but I didn't. You you said you sent a text message at the time. So I've just been I've just been fingered. No, 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 no. That was when I went to a festival the other day. That wasn't an away game. Stop getting fingered, mate. You're, no, no, no. He he he, put, he he pressed his thumb against my ball. I've got two. I've got. I've got a pair of boards, but he, he thumbed the testicle. Which one? Yeah, the right hand one. Oh, that's terrible. I was just hoping that some drugs would drop out, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, but that'd be, you, you I, every time you talk about away games, I just, in my head, I'm like, oh, you've been bent over and fingered. No, I think as if you're in Tina game and people got um, got anally violated. Anally violated. I just think it's part of football, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's part. It's part of going to Europe. You yeah, know, diff, diff, different attitudes. 
yeah, and just be a bit more open-minded instead of getting fed up about yeah, things. Just go with it. Yeah, just go with it. Crack on. Um, so, yeah, the Inter Milan game. Um, it's, it's. I think. It, I think it could be good for us. I think the fact that we, we we've had this these couple of poor results. Um, Inter Milan won't know what to expect. It's not the Premier League where things are infinitely, always, perpetually difficult. Um, I know that Inter Milan are, are relatively decent. They haven't started. They have a decent but campaign. But they're bought. They're bought. They're Very well, yeah. Nangalan. Is that yeah. right? Is that um, then the is already there. They're yeah. Uh, and then obviously they've, they've still got Icardi up front. So yeah. they're, they're going to pose problems. Yeah. Perisic, I'm worried about. I know, yeah. he's, he's mustered as well. That but might then, be why they got the when, when, when you think <laughs> about these these players, do you think, are these players much better than what we have in our squad? Do we have this kind of rose-tinted view over international players or European players? I, I, I think that's a good point. I think we do. And uh, yeah, there's something about that, isn't there? Like sometimes it's, we forget actually how good Tottenham are. And that's because we're so used to being hurt. Yeah. Know, but I mean, on paper, we should beat them. Well, yeah, because often we talk about, we talked about Zaha over the summer and other players who play in that position. And we think, well, are they, I mean, I really thought to myself, are they much better than Son? And are they much better than Lucas? And a lot of the time it's a no. No, so. definitely not. Son came on, didn't he? He he did. Yeah, he should have won the penalty at the end. Well, he, I mean, it was a dead cert penalty, but... It didn't look like it live to me. To me, it looked. Like I was down the end, and it looked like he got a shot off and kind of fallen over. But I mean, but you see the replay. The replay it's a clear. Right. It's a clear penalty. Yeah, it's right, a clear penalty. Yeah. And I don't know where the ref was stood because I haven't been able to watch it back yeah. again because it's too painful. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think in real, you know, in real time, I don't think it was that clear. No, uh, Lamella came off the bench and was very useful. And now the kind of tide of opinion about Lamella seems to be changing somewhat. Now yeah. he isn't just an Argentine lesbian. He's actually the saviour of football. There's nothing wrong with lesbians. No, I didn't say there's anything wrong with them. No, no, just, you know. I mean, I love lesbians. That's what to put out there. I've got no issue with lesbians. Neither have I. Good. People have suggested dropping Ericsson for him, though. That's a bit weird. Don't, don't, don't say that. These are, these are bad opinions. I suppose I have this collective amnesia about Ericsson. It's every <laughs> season he starts shit. And everyone's like, oh, we maybe should drop him. And then like, when October comes around, suddenly he's like, best player in the Premier League. World class. It's, it's every year, to, and, and even just despite the performance of Denmark in, in the internationals, he never starts well for Tottenham ever. Yeah. He's been there what six, five, six years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, never starts well, and everyone gets angry with him. And then, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But Lamella was also when he came on, he looked like the only one who really gave a shit to me. Like he was, he wanted the ball. He wasn't scared. He drove at defenders. That that shot he took was it was a great finish. And I, honestly, I think if he starts tomorrow. It's it's going to be a big night for him. He knows Syria. He smashed it up for Roma. Yeah, I think he's going to have a big game. Tomorrow. Does he does he not embody everything you want in a player though? I get that he flatters the deceiving somewhat, and the way he plays is not always the most pleasing on the eye. And you know he's quite snappy, and you know he he doesn't deliver the flair that we expect from from our from from, from his signing when he, when he came to Spurs, but. Does he, does he not embody everything you should love about Spurs players? Like we, we've had heroes in our team before that have half the talent of him. I wouldn't go as far as that he embodies everything that I want to see in a player, but... What do you want to see in a player? Be good. Oh. <laughs> 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 but, but no, seriously, um, I, like, I like his attitude. And um, even if we were 3-4-0 down, or if we were 4-0 up, he'd still play the same, with the same energy. Yeah. And... Um, I think as a fan, it's um, you just want to connect with that. He is kind of um, burdened by his prize tag and him being the heir apparent for for Totti, and I think people sort of have that in mind when they're hating on him. I mean, we've been over, been over it so many times about you know the Spurs' opinion of Lamella, but I hope he does start tomorrow. Yeah. I've always liked Lamella. It frustrates me. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He frustrates, but I've always, I've always, I can never fault his attitude, his application. And he's got something, and we're starting to see it. He's bulked out, but he clearly loves Tottenham, loves playing for the club. And I don't get people who hate him. Like, I find, like, criticise how he plays, but who, people who genuinely seem to hate the bloke, I just don't understand yeah. it. Maybe it's his haircut. I, I understand know. it. <laughs> uh, the, uh, um, the, did you see that Chelsea, the Chelsea game on the website is, li- is listed as White Hart Lane? I think it oh, always was. was. It? Tottenham Hotspur I think it always was. Was it? Yeah. So it's not a clue to the fact that we might be ready. Um, could could possibly be. Did you see the people got married in uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? Yeah, that went down well. Um, What's the I problem? don't know. Why the fuck? I don't know. Why if, do people um, care so much? Yeah, but the social media. I think given the issues of the stadium, 
and you know the fact we're not playing well. No, I appreciate. I think that. the social media team could probably do a better job. Oh, no, I appreciate that. that. No, but, I appreciate that too. But do you not also think the social media think the the business? Surely no one's going to have a problem. This is just two people that are getting married, and it's a lovely thing. Why would anyone have an issue with this? They should be able to gauge opinion, though. <laughs> because we're not... The stadium is... We can't play in the stadium. <laughs> and yet people are getting married in there. I think the safest thing with that job is to assume everyone's a twat and just don't post that thing. Yeah, but I, I think, actually, that you shouldn't you shouldn't bow to the twattiness of, of us. Uh, well, they uh, haven't done in their moment. Exactly. Does so, that count as a test event? Yeah. That's what I want to Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's we're two down, one to go. There's the, someone. Someone tweeted. I can't remember who it was. Uh, he he said that this wouldn't have happened if it was if these guys were from Edmund or something. Is that true? Where were they from? I haven't seen. I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm assuming they may have been American. Canada. I don't know. I have no idea, but they're definitely certainly not from North London. If that's what I mean, nothing screams them. romance like a half-finished football stadium, does it? So. I did, that was my that was my <laughs> biggest take-home from it. Was that I was like, like I get it. They both love Spurs and. I mean, it's nice for them. I'm not sure I would do it. It's not my cup of tea. But, uh, you know, it's not a big deal. Just everyone do you, just fucking get over it. Do you think um, they've ever blocked anyone? Blocked anyone from getting married? Then? No, 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 from Twitter. On oh, Spurs official account. Do you think they've blocked anyone? Yeah, There's got to be... I don't think they do. No? Surely I'd have seen a screenshot of someone showing off about it. Because oh, they must get dogs abused. That's, that's true, yeah. They don't block anyone. I'd love to see... Mate, that, that's my favourite... That would be my favourite job. Spurs, Tottenham Hotspur official. Spurs official. That would be my favourite job, just to do that, because I, I love it. I love You love like, blocking people. No, no, I just love the, the reaction to shit that people do. Like my favourite thing, like I work for Ball Street, and my, my favourite thing is to read in the comments. And uh, there was, uh, I worked with James, my good mate James, and uh, I, the, best, the best insult he ever, he ever received was, because he wears glasses, this is someone who's come to Ball Street to watch this channel, and it just said, who is this Specky Bellend? Giving it, giving his opinion. <laughs> what do you want him to do? <laughs> Amazing stuff. It's All right. Uh, one final thing um, before we, we we stop for half time. Uh, Davinson Sanchez uh, was dropped. I tweeted justice for Davinson Sanchez. Right. Because he what, deserves did, justice. Didn't he get abused against Watford? Maybe he's, he's emotionally he's an emotional wreck. I don't think he had a bad game against Watford. I'm sure it was a tactical decision. We went four at the back and you're going to play his best two. It seems like he's third in the pecking order though, isn't it? Well, yeah, but rightly so. I don't know. Toby and Yann are best Is Davinson Sanchez better than Toby Alavero? Overall, I'm not going to say yes, am I? But no. right now, I think Toby's the kind of player his way back in because he's been out of the team for ages. Um, but again, it's, it's one of those things when someone doesn't play, the reputation elevates. But... I think I would have liked to have seen Davison Sanchez start in the back four. I'm not sure. I, I actually think amidst the complete shit show that game was, I think the two centre-backs, their performance was kind of hidden. I thought they were actually really good. They stopped a lot of chances that could have been goals that weren't their fault. You know, back, back, back pass by Dyer. Jan was there. They didn't overcommit. They stopped Salah. They stopped Mane. I actually thought they had a really good game considering the circumstances. I did too. I did too. No, nothing to that. Yeah, nothing. You leave it there. Leave it there. <laughs> well, well, I like Pattinson. James, you've made that awkward. Sorry, T. First. <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, sorry, it's, I mean, it's sweating two-footed of me. It's all right. <laughs> Big shoulders. Um, let's have a quick prediction for Inter Milan. Not, it don't necessarily the score, but what do you think the mood of, uh, of Spurs fans will be after the final whistle? I think... I think we're going to go and kick their guts in. Uh, on and off the pitch. And the police. Yeah. Um... I think we're going to be fine. I find that when we have away games, that the fact there's a lot, the fans are a lot more supportive. Um, I mean, there's obviously rumours of um, thousands of tickets being returned and people selling tickets on Twitter and all the rest of it. But I think when, when the whistle blows, we're all going to be behind them, and <clears throat> I expect a good performance. All right, James. Yeah, I agree. Although the kickoff time is a bit weird, isn't it? Five fifty-five. Yeah. yeah, I think that. I mean, for the I mean, ones works. watching at home, that's going to be a bit yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Um, is that going to affect the way we play? Or? <laughs> I don't know. But I think it'd be impact that it could impact people's mood. You know, enough time to, to get, get down pissed. the pub and get pissed. There, so. It will for Spurs. It's certainly at home, yeah, 100%. That no, will be all right. We'll smash it. Yeah, we're going to smash it, guys. Yeah. Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth update. Looking at our young players and players out on loan. And just a quick one from me this week. 
The under-18s drew 1-0 at Reading on Saturday morning. The under-21s, though, beat Man City 2-1 at Stevenage. A fabulous result. Um, slightly unexpected. Goals from Shailen Harrison and Paris Magoma, uh, who apparently was superb in that game. So a really satisfying result there. Uh, Loney-wise, see if you can find a video of Marcus Edwards's, uh game highlights for Excelsior. He got an assist. It was... A Tom Carroll fire assist, but he got an assist on his on his full debut for them and had a really good second half. Very impressive. Also, Josh Anima came on for Sheffield Wednesday and Sam Shishua started for Atletico Balleros. So a good week all round for our low knees. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for coming your Spurs. The second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you very much, Windy. Uh, we've received a message, and it's something we haven't done for a while. Isn't, you know, talk about calm and mental health in men. And, and um, a guy who listens to the podcast sent us this on Facebook. He says, uh, this may be a bit irregular, but since you have an association with calm, uh, please could you pay a little tribute to my best mate, Russell Stewart, who, after years of suffering with bipolar, went missing for six days on the 7th of December, September, only for his body to be found in the woods. On Thursday the 13th, uh, taking his own life. Uh, he's absolutely heartbroken, is Phil. Uh, he wasn't a football fan, but I'm a Spurs fan, and uh, he was my best friend. Almost like a brother to me, so I'd appreciate it if you could be honoured on the pod and draw attention to men everywhere to get the help they need. Uh, he's the guy in the profile pic with Marcel. Uh, R.I.P. Russ. Uh, it, I mean, it's like I said, we, it's something we haven't done for a while. Um, we kind of felt that calm... They can't have exploded. They're a huge organisation. Everybody knows about them, and they're not really benefiting from us talking about them. But it's when you, when you hear stuff like this, it's it's particularly um, upsetting because it be, becomes a reality. And uh, we all know someone. Everybody uh, who's listening to this knows someone who could probably do with talking. So if you want to, um, if you're feeling you know upset or or sad in any way, just talk to someone. Uh, it's not a. Uh, detraction on your manliness if you talk about the your feelings certainly not no all right um so we've got some uh, questions and uh, news and articles to go through uh before we end the pod um mk dons are selling tickets to their members and season ticket holders for the carabao cup against uh watford what how do you feel about this what the whole thing is just shambolic um someone's at a point now where i'm indifferent about the game and the fact that they're selling they're selling it to MK Dons fans shows that we're not really buying the game in droves anyway. So um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, a bit embarrassing for us, isn't it? Well, well, it is. But selling tickets for to fans of another club for a game that we are playing—I've never heard of anything like that in my life. It, it really is bizarre. I mean, Spurs must have allowed it. Absolutely. Yeah, we've been playing at Wembley for a season, and there's at least you know there's several thousand people in there who aren't Spurs fans or fans of the other yeah, club. I saw, I saw a kid true. walking in a Liverpool kit. I saw I saw in the home end walking in yeah. a fucking Egypt full kit with Salah on the back and an Egyptian flag. What a child! No, a grown man oh, in grown our man. end, in our home end. Well, he needs to look at his hard drive. I actually I tweeted this earlier. Actually, I think that a lot of Spurs fans who do go to MK will actually be surprised how much they enjoy it because to me it's like a, it's like a little White Hart Lane mm. and for those who kind of hate the Wembley experience or like yeah. the sanitised football experience it might be like a little kind of step back in time to what it was like going to watch Tottenham in a, in a smaller ground it yeah. may never happen you know. again exactly so Actually, I mean, you know, the politics of it, give or take, but as an experience, it might actually be a good laugh. So is this is this MK Dons selling their selling tickets themselves, or is it Spurs selling tickets and saying that if you're an MK Dons season ticket holder, remember you can buy tickets to this game? I think that's it. I'm not sure. So Spurs. Well, yeah, I guess then they've just said, yeah, you can sell tickets to your fans. Well, yeah, if you either want. way, they've they've accepted it, and, and it's, oh, I've never heard of anything anything like this. It's massively embarrassing. And I, I think like it goes back to sort of the PR and and, um, and whether or not it'd be a good idea to allow two people to get married or, or proposed to in the new stadium when we haven't even kicked a ball in it. But is this not even more sacrilegious to what football's about? Yeah, but football hasn't really been that pure sport for the last 10, 15 years now. So um of the game's gone, but, you know, I mean, it's... It would be good to have a, a bit of a blend of the old school and you know and the, and the modern game because obviously there's some things about old school football that weren't pleasant, and you know there's some things about new school that kind of lacks a bit of the partisanship. Yeah, 
So just maybe there's a combination of the two, but um, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm, I personally I wouldn't go to MK. And I just when they said they're going to play the game, there I just knew anything else is going to come after. It's just going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah, and it has. I mean, this is, yeah. it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't even. It's a weird one. I'm not even like looking at that game and thinking it's important. In, I'm not in asked. It, not asked about it at all. Uh, Bayern Munich are uh, interested in signing Hunlin Son. Uh, that's came out today. Um, obviously, this is off the back of him not having to do military service, so he becomes a valuable asset once again for our, you know for Spurs if we were looking to sell him. He, to his credit, come out and said, "You know, I'm not thinking about this. I don't want to do it. I'm, I'm gutted. I watched the Watford game and I was gutted as if I was playing on the pitch." He's showing all the right signs of of, of becoming a proper like legend at Spurs. Just don't talk politics. Oh, well, just in case, just yeah, in case don't, don't tell. Don't, don't. What, do you reckon he's like into North Korea and that? Probably. That's a weird <laughs> political view. <Just laughs> fucking loves what, uh, what's his name? Kim Jun Un. Yeah, yeah, one of them. I love Sonny. He's he's great. He's uh, he's a great player. And I remember when he first came, and I think uh, maybe with good cause because there hasn't been a player apart from Jason Park from that part of the world that's really lit up the Premier League. And I, but I think a lot of people had that that predisposed image of him like he's not going to be that good but he's so effective he's got so many goals he's created assists he's incredible he's got a great attitude I love the bloke he's amazing uh, yeah he is and I watched that final that they played in and I was, I was these, these boys did they were like I didn't you know we, we talked about it last week but I, I was of the impression that there's no way he'd have to actually go and do it but it looked like he, he would have done 100% yeah. we yeah, would have yeah. lost him yeah it's, it's, a, it's a big so thing. What, what would the Spurs contract would have been like? Because he, he must have had that in his, in his... Like, what did we release him? Is he available to resume his contract when he comes back if he's fit? What? How the fuck would that have worked? Fuck knows, man. Doesn't matter. I'd like to see him come back after two years of having to fight North Koreans on the board. It'd be like, Imagine like, Mah- like, like Muhammad Ali, man. With that thousand, like, thousand <laughs> yard there, stare. Yeah. <laughs> no one would have fucked with him on the football pitch. Maybe we should just send come him. back Papa Wedge. Send, no, no. send all of them. Send Sissoko. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In yeah. his place. <laughs> Maybe that was the deal. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have him, but you can have Sissoko. Yeah. It's all right. He's strong. What? <laughs> <laughs> He can definitely bench more than Sonny can. <laughs> Just give him that haircut. No, yeah. don't tell the difference. What do you think of Sonny's haircut? It was like a bit Elvisy, wasn't it? It was like, actually, forget it. I'm not a racial stereotype, but he did. He did. Uh, he, he did. I mean, I like it. I like his quick. Just that image of him running along the pitch with the two Korean flags in his arm in, in slow motion, and that was iconic. I loved that. It was brilliant. It wasn't. It was incredible. Do you, do you think now that he's back that we will be able to resume our normal sort of formation and normal way of playing? That the fact that he was missing that Pochettino felt that like he had to change the system somewhat. I, I don't hate me for this, but I, right now I genuinely think I would take Kane out of the team, and play Sonny up front. And actually, when Why? Kane was out, when when Kane was out injured last season, look, I, right, I love Harry Kane. He's probably the best striker in Europe. You can't, and, and you can't, you can't drop him. Just say what you're going to say. Jeff. <laughs> but when when he was injured last season, right, <laughs> I remember we didn't struggle. We had we, up front. we actually played really good we football. Did, yeah. The team can cope without Harry Kane, and I think it was good for them to show that they can. The guys, I don't care what Pochettino says or what he says. The guy's clearly struggling for something. He's got a newborn baby. He's played a World Cup. He doesn't look right. I honestly, wouldn't bother me if we dropped him tomorrow and put Son up front. I, Kane's on the bench if he wants, but I, I I 100% appreciate where you're coming from. But what I want to get to is, is the kind of top line what you're saying. <laughs> right. You're saying get Son's him. better than Kane. You're, no, you're, <laughs> that's even more top line than I've got. Get Kane out of my team is what you're saying. Drop Kane right now. Uh, well, I guess if you want to read that into it, then I guess that's what I said. But you're not denying but it. But it's for his own good, Flav. I know. It's for his own good. I, I, mate, I, I think we should sell him. I love you, Harry Kane. So I'll, sell, I gonna, I'll sell Harry Kane. <laughs> I was going to point out that Leverkusen didn't let Son go to the Asian Cup, Asian Games. And that's why it's so, so that's why, so that's why he's appreciative of what Spurs did. I think Pochettino said it. I think he said, oh, he should be thanking me for, you know, obviously he's tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, yeah. But they should be thanking me, giving him the opportunity to, to do it. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to have him back in the side. He's such a good player and, and I, I truly hope that it will be a return to... Uh, uh, some of the form that we saw last season. Well, Son, Lamella, and Eriksson is quite nice. It's quite a nice three, but behind. Um... Can't see that if Delhi's fit, though, any. I mean, well, he's not, not fit un... for tomorrow. No, no, I appreciate that, but it, it's, it's not. Delhi, Eriksson, Lamella behind Son. That's what, you know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Solves the problem. <laughs> uh, we've got some questions coming in, and uh, Stephen Neville on Facebook he says So, in the future, if 
Um, will it be norm to... Sorry, so in the future, it will be norm to have a big leather-bound book at funerals containing your life's ho- your whole life's worth of your internet search history for your family and friends to peruse. Porn aside, what will be the most obscure things they'd see? Fuck me. That's quite a deep question. That is. Um, I can go first. Though, go, on, go so, on. So, I like video games. And okay. there's there's one there's this really geeky game that I actually enjoy playing. What's that? It's called Hearthstone. Hearthstone. And it's kind it's... of like a sort of card game right. that's along like the And theme are your of... family and friends aware of this? Some are aware that I play it, but I wouldn't want them to see the fact I've looked at like <laughs> tutorials on how to win. <laughs> I mean and that'd be more but I'd be like, no, show the porn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I I um I, I want to go to the porn actually. It's more, I think that's more interesting um, because is there stuff in your hidden folders if you still do that? T um, that where you're you'd you'd be horrified if they the people you I'd love. Be, I'd be honest, no. Really? No one's getting hurt. That's true, but that your your reputation might. No. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. You've I posted stuff in the. <laughs> no, I this is a lie. Um, I don't know. I just think um, I just think in this day and age, people are a lot more liberal and open-minded. I mean, obviously there are people in my family who are quite conservative, but um, it mm. wouldn't be the end of my life if they found out that I that I wanted to find some strong women lifting up guys. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that your category? I went through a little phase of that. <laughs> that is niche in the most niche. You haven't even had a drink. No, I'm not. Fuck no. me. Um, can I? Can I just put a request out to you? Is if 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 um, if I happen to meet an early demise, that you go to my house and just blow up my room, <laughs> <laughs> like like do you, know, do you know, like pour petrol everywhere, just the whole fucking house can go. All right, my dad's shit, or all the rest of it as well. What cartoon was it where the message was self-destruct? Was it Inspector Gadget? Yeah. I just love uh, that in your room. Yeah, yeah. Just, no, just go up there and set fire to it. And like, what would be a bit weird, because my dad would be quite upset, I'd hope. And uh, you turn up the door and it was like, you're, you're tiring from the potter. Yeah, what are you doing here? Just pay respects to my son? <laughs> I'm not, actually. I'm here to burn your house down. And he was like, this is a final request from Flav. Can, <laughs> he, he asked me to set fire to the house. So he was like, why? Because there's a lot of bad stuff in the room. You'll um, understand, you'll understand. You would understand. Uh, for the record, there ain't, there's nothing too dubious. No, yeah. We'd be dead anyway. I'll, I'll be dead anyway, uh, but I hope my reputation proceeds and, and lives on. And I, I don't want... <laughs> so there's to... enough, so, so, you, so you're not even going to hint at what the bad stuff is? There is no bad stuff. Bad stuff, that, like if you say bad stuff, that's like... Well, stuff I don't want people to see. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Not stuff like my mum would want to know about. Yeah. I mean, I, my mum's a prude, and she. I mean, not a prude. She's an upstanding female, sixty-year-old, and so she. I don't think she views the world or has been exposed to the things that I have. I hope. Um, so uh, there's things that on on the computer that she. <laughs> my search history is quite boring. It's normally. Um... Polish footballers from the seventies and Brazilian footballers from the seventies. It's not very exciting. That is a challenging wank. Whatever gets you off. Maybe. Yeah, that's a challenging wank. That is. Well, I don't know why, but you know what? We've not covered in this in this episode. I just remembered that um, Pochettino credit everyone seems to be going wild about. What? Um, experience is like a cow who sees a train every day for ten years crossing in front of her, and if you ask the cow when the train is coming, she's not going to answer. They called that um, Pochettino's Cantona Seagull at the moment. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? When was uh, that? He said it, it said in the press conference today. Go on, what, break it down for us. What do you think? I've got no fucking right, right, idea. Okay, but um, Dan KP says, um, I think he meant the experience of playing in this type of big Champions League game is all very well, but it means nothing if you don't learn from it in the future. I don't know, it's deep. That is quite deep. Uh, I don't know what that means. Is this a sign of Pochettino cracking up? That's what people seem to think. People seem to think he's... Um, He's losing it, and he's not, you know, and he's not the bloke he was. But uh, I think rumours of his demise are Who's, a bit Is this people on the internet? Yeah, people on the internet. Okay. Um, f- to finish the fighting god podcast, the fifth Phil. Phil. All right, Phil. <laughs> to be to my credit, it says F F I L uh, underscore McCracken. He says, "Is it ever okay to abuse ex players players uh, on social media?" I think this is. Uh, Alluding to the shit that 
um, Mickey Hazard in particular has gone through. I I purposely stayed away from this and not read it it because I I feel like I don't need that shit in my life. I've not read most of it. Have you been aware of this? I saw some of the Mickey Hazard stuff today and people having a go at him. What's the crux of the argument? It seems to me that they see these guys as kind of yes men, you know, suckling on the teat of the club with their, you know, getting to go to all the games and hospitality. And they're not willing to say anything negative about the club. Now, I don't know about Robbo, but you've had uh, Mickey on here a few times, haven't you? And when I've heard I've him... I've had Hazard on, on here, yeah, yeah, a couple of times. I've heard him speak. And the guy, he's, he's so passionate and so lovely. And I can only think that it all just comes from the good of his heart. And he's trying to be positive. I don't think there's any agenda by Mickey Hazard to try and make sure no one's criticising the club. Do, and I do think he doesn't work does himself. Does he me. say anything more um, happy clappery? If that's the word, yeah. uh, happy clappy, than 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 some Spurs fan, like a Spurs fan who hasn't previously played for the club. What's wrong? What's wrong? Certainly in terms of Twitter, of just being positive about what's been happening because your comments are never gonna. You're not gonna change anything. You think the club give a fuck about your negative opinion about the club? They don't give a shit. They don't even read it. You're just uh, anybody who is negative about the club and anyone who's about who's positive about the club. All you <coughs> are is a voice in the void. And they literally don't even hear a word you say. So all you're doing when you're you're spilling this stuff is is by it is perpetuating your own misery into an echo chamber, and that's it. The sad, the thing is though with Mickey Hazard, he is replying and retweeting, and he's oh, showing that it's affecting him. So people are jumping on that. If he just ignored it, it would go away. I wonder and if we can get him on. Wouldn't that be an interesting pod? Yeah. See what you think. I mean, I know Robbo got some stick because he was like, he had a go at the trust, didn't he? Which I, I thought was, know. I thought that was out of order. He's had a go, all kinds of things. I, I thought that he, was out of order. He said after we won our first three games that people should apologise. And then I think someone over the weekend... Is that what the apology thing Yeah, about? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then someone said, yeah, you should apologise for you know, a whole litany of things that Levy and Enoch have done. Um, I don't know, I think, <coughs> I think people have a right to an opinion. Um, people have a right to criticise a club if they see fit. But don't throw your toys at the panel. People don't agree with you. It's an it's an extreme opinion either way, and you're going to come up against people who who don't agree with what you think. Um, I choose to read a lot of stuff on Twitter I don't agree with. I just let it wash over me. I don't pile in saying, "Well, I don't agree with this, that, or the other." And what what is the aim here? What's the goal when someone piles into an internet argument? Because well, they're bored. Is that in it? Like they'll write it, and then they'll honestly like people think that they people write something on Twitter. And then they think that for the whole rest of the day. Yeah. They write it and then they'll move on to the next thing. I don't give a shit. But it's just, it's there for infinity because it's on the internet. Yeah. It's words on a screen. And I think we should not be too, you know. I think everybody, everybody should be a little bit more kind of just, just place less value in it all, really. But I suppose Mickey might take it as a, a kind of personal affront on him. And he might look at all the stuff that he's done for Spurs on the pitch more so than. The vast majority of us will ever get the opportunity to do, and then feels like he might be due a little bit more respect than he's getting. I think Mickey Hazard comes off, doesn't get it as bad as Graham Roberts, but Graham is a very different person to Mickey Hazard in the sense that um, Mickey is a bit more of a people person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, but then the, the very the very attributes that Graham Roberts is uh, um, displaying on Twitter are the very same ones that made him such a loved footballer at Spurs that the abrasive <clears throat> put you in the stands kind of you know everyone loves that picture of him putting Charlie Nichols in the stand yeah I mean that's that's, that's his way that's his personality um, is it going to work well on a on that format on that medium probably not maybe not because it's not nuanced in, in, in what he's saying um, a lot of what he seems to be saying is along the lines of um, you've not done what I've done so your opinion doesn't mean shit right. and that's not going to rub people up the right it's way it's not but if you're, your back's up and and you're not well versed in this universe of Twitter uh, that you're gonna say things uh, uh, that you hope will get into the. Well, he spent more of his life being an elevated person than he has not been. So, mm. I mean, obviously he came from non-league to Spurs, but since joining Spurs, he's been someone in society. He's been looked up upon because he's a footballer, a professional footballer, played for his country, played in, played in, I think he made a World Cup squad. So. He's not used to having people call him to task. And I think Twitter, some people see Twitter as a leveller, which is probably why they get 
Yeah. It must be confusing for them because they're from the generation where after a game they go down to the pub. Yeah. And like, if you thought Graham Roberts would pay shit, you were not going to go up to Graham Roberts and say you were shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we agree with him. But you know, but he, he was there. Not. Like, yeah, exactly. But now there's this there's this medium. <laughs> so it must be weird for him to be like, well, you know, this didn't happen when I was playing. And the current players get worse abuse. But they just, you know, they're told not to respond. They're well to it. versed in it, aren't they? Yeah, I think if you if you're on Twitter, right, and you don't like what Hazard and Graham Roberts are saying, and you're out there and you're listening to this, and you feel like abusing them, stop, and remember, Sol Campbell has a Twitter account. Take it there. Yeah. Take I mean, it. Take it right there. That makes that's an excellent bit of advice. When I first started using Twitter, that's what Spurs fans do: abuse Arsenal. Yeah. I've not seen us abuse Arsenal in ages. All we do been... is fucking abuse our own now. Yeah, I've I mean, forgotten about them to be honest with you. There, really there, there was that, but that's what Twitter used to be. It just used to be like you, you find a tweet to annoy an Arsenal fan, then Brussels Spurs Twitter jumps in and piles on. But that doesn't happen anymore. Now it's Spurs fans calling Spurs Sticking fans shit. Up. Spurs fans calling the team shit, the players shit. It's like well. It's just burn down Twitter. You, you no, use use the energy and right. just use it on on Chelsea or West Ham or nah. But you'd rather you, you'd rather you'd rather you'd rather be right. That's what it is. You you, you just want to be right. Mm. I, I remember I I said that Pochettino is not as good as. And do you remember I said that four years ago? Yeah. Now I'm right. I made no one give a fuck. All right, uh, that's it for the Fighting Court podcast. James, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, once again, it's Sp- Barcelona Spurs. At Barcelona Spurs, At yeah. At Barcelona Spurs, you're going to be very busy during that away game, aren't you? We are, yeah. We'll look for us in, uh, in I think it'll be Plaza Real, we'll, we'll be drinking. And um, you said so. beforehand, you said free tickets in the away end to all Spurs fans. Actually, <laughs> I want to say this, I might not get a ticket in the away end because I haven't got enough loyalty points, yeah. but I'm, I'm going to put this out there, right? I have a spare of my flat, if someone can give me a ticket in the away end for that game, you oh. can have free accommodation in Barcelona. Fucking there, there you go. go. At, oh, how do we, at, at Barcelona Spurs. So on there Twitter. you go. Look, if you want free accommodation, save yourself. If you're there, mate, that's, that's like 300 quid that's worth. Exactly. What, what if they're a weirdo? That's worth it for a ticket, isn't oh, it? It is, absolutely. They have to like cats because I've got a cat. And be nice to my missus. Oh, you missus? <laughs> Does she know about this? Um, she will do later when she listens to it but she appreciates your love of time yeah she she came with me to Wembley the other day she's into it God bless her and God bless you James thank you so much and T thanks so much once again for coming down Uh, remember Fighting Cock is sponsored by Fans Bet please sign up to account if you like a flutter at football and um, lose all your money with them uh, until next week, uh, actually not even next week it's two two days ago we've got to review the Inter Milan game haven't we yeah yeah (laughs) alright ciao ciao Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 